Hi guys, it's Dustin. I've got something running with the greatest faction in podcast history. Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis Lee. And I am the SCW High Voltage Champion, Nubby the Amazing Turtle. Coming from the neighborhood to your ears, the podcast Papa Pac-Man is here. Interesting. Yeah. What'd you just say? I, I, I introduced myself. Coming in a, from the neighborhood to your ears? Yes. And the podcast Papa Pac-Man is here. Gotcha. Okay. He's, yeah. he's still working on that rap, huh? Yeah, I make things rhyme, so I'm doing good. All the time? All the time. Gotcha. You might think it's a crime. Well, if I was a mime, I couldn't do the time. I wouldn't have the time. I'd be cleaning up all the grime. You're like a, you're like a shitty Malibu's Most Wanted. (laughs) You might catch me going into a house that's haunted. I should, I should have stayed away today. My rapping skills are things that should be flaunted. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Cool. You uh, do you have the rap uh, your diss rap for them done? It start. It's it's coming along. Um, that I'm writing this song, and uh, it's coming out New Year's Eve. Nobby, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm great. How are you doing today? Fantastic! I made it. I'm here. Yeah, you, you made it. You made it back from your trip, huh? Oh God! <laughs> you know, to Constantino Platypussy. What the fuck? What the hell is that? What the? What? You never. What? That's. You said that's where you were going. Constantino Platypussy. What the hell is Constantino? It's in the Kyle's Momula Galaxy. Oh, is that Kyle's last name? <laughs> I don't know his fucking name. All I know is that fucking Tom's last name sounds like a vegetable and shit, but I never really paid attention to what Kyle's fucking last name is. Okay, now I get it. Awesome. Excellent. That is funny. Clever. Yeah. No, I uh, I planned on not being here because I had some other stuff coming up for today, but I was able to kind of get it all done. Uh, so I'm happy to be here with you guys. Uh, I know that... Um, first off, thank you for the willingness to kind of, uh, pick up the slack of, because I mean, a lot, obviously a lot of the stuff today is more supposed to be on my end of my responsibility to cover and everything. So I do appreciate you guys stepping up to do that because, uh, we're a team here, uh, and we, uh, appreciate and respect each other, you know, in our own ways without, uh, the, the, uh, fear of jealousy. So. Oh, we're going there, huh? 
Uh, I mean, we might as well. I mean, I, I mean, it, there's no point in discussing the issues they had with me and uh, Star Wars, because um, that's not going to change. And I did watch uh, episode four. I uh, mentioned it on social media that I decided I'm going to sit and watch uh, episode four, and the parts I didn't doze off from uh, weren't horrible. I'll tell you right now though that uh, that one part with um, uh, the uh, the brother lover uh, chick, uh, you know her hologram popping up saying she needs help. It's a hundred percent not the scene I remember it was the first time I tried watching it. And when I went back and I was listening to the uh, discussion we had last week about my hatred and uh, ignorance of Star Wars. I remember talking about a scene where it was uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca watching the hologram and everything where she's, you know, looking for um, uh, Obi-Wan or uh, Uncle Bob, whatever his fucking name is. And um, I did not recall that part. I did not know that the first time it popped up, it was Obi-Wan and Luke and or Luke first saw it and. They went to go find Uncle Bob uh, Kenobi or whatever the fucking his name is when it's not Obi-Wan or Obi-Wan, whoever the fuck it is. Um, I don't remember. Honestly, like when I, when that, before I watched episode four, the image in my head was Chewbacca and Solo on a ship sailing through the fucking space and this hologram just randomly popping up and then them handed hunted down. So I don't know where I got that, my, that image from. But that's what I remember. And so when I watched episode four, I'm like, oh shit, that, that scene is not what I thought it was. Um, it's not a bad movie. I'm not gonna sit there, I'm not gonna say that, you know, Star Wars, you know, completely fucking sucks. Uh, episode four, I got through, like I said, there were parts where I was dozing off from it because it was a little bit fucking boring. I hate the fact, <clears throat> uh, I hate the voiceover. Uh, I can't remember who the, who did the voiceover? Or... Uh, Darth Vader. James Earl Jones? Yeah. Don't like it whatsoever. That's the first time I've ever heard a complete conversation made by Darth Vader. Outside of, you know, no, Luke, I am your father. Other than that, I never saw a scene with Darth Vader talking. So, I don't like the voiceover, and I think it's simply because watching the first three episodes of the first three movie, the one, two, and three, um... Watching episode one, two, and three, knowing who Anakin is as an adult, made no sense to me. And luckily, Cartoon Joe was with me, and he explained that the fire would ever mess up his vocal cords and all that shit. And I was like, okay, fine, I get that. But his voice isn't robotic. It's just, it's different. You know, they didn't make it sound like it was a robot or talking through a machine. He was just clearly enunciating things in a very, you know, Morgan Freeman-esque narration fucking voice. So that part I didn't get. Um, but I'm not turning this into Star Wars 2.0. I watched episode four like I said I would. It sucks. Um, I have no reason to go on and watch five and six because it's not going to change my mind. And uh, yeah, to uh, talk about what they said about my belief in aliens, 100% real. I don't believe in aliens and their idea of this vast universe. I also don't believe in that. Um, so <clears throat> you sit there and think that there's a world beyond our solar system. Eh. For me, prove it. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's your opinion and all that. Yeah. I mean, 
Hundred percent. It is what it is. Yeah. You lost no. you, you you lost me at Uncle Bob Kenobi. Is it was Uncle Bill? <laughs> is it Bill? No. Ben. Ben. I was close. I got the fucking B right in the three letters. It wasn't was Uncle Ben. You're thinking Spider Man. His, his name is Ben Kenobi, right? Yeah. And they called him Uncle Ben. In no, that's Uncle Owen. You're thinking Uncle Owen. No, they called him Uncle Ben. They called him Uncle something, not Obi-Wan. They called him Uncle well, like they, well, or Bob or Bill or some fucking goofy thing. And here's the thing. This is why I can't believe anything you say, Pac-Man, because when I sat there and I listened to Joe talk about the things you were telling me, he didn't understand half the shit you said, so that's how I know you don't know what you're talking about either. Kyle and Travis. You're Travis. Kyle and Tom. <laughs> they... Tom said I was on point with many of the things that I said. Joe had no <laughs> idea what you were talking about. Well, Joe, I will. Uh, what part specifically? The uh, the big fat worm guy and how Han Solo was stuck in the. Uh, uh, oh yeah, carbonite, uh, and yeah, you said it was his... something else, and Joe's like, I have no idea what the fuck that is. I'm like, again, I don't think he did. So. Oh, the Malorganite? No, that I was just fucking around at that point. Yeah, see, so it pissed Double J off. And that's why, and that's why everyone believes that everything I was saying was a joke because you were making jokes of it. But everything I said was 100 percent real. I know nothing about Star Wars except for that shit. So that's why, and I guess that's why Tom and Kyle probably thought that it was one big fucking joke, and it was to make fun of them. And to be honest with you, I forgot that Tom has a Jedi Talk podcast because none of that Star Wars stuff was for them. It was just because we got off on a tangent because you mentioned Darth Vader, and we had time to fill. So what I said about Star Wars, 100% real. My my beliefs on aliens, 100% real. And their idea of how there's this vast universe, I also don't believe in that. So it's, just, it's a weird, I don't know, like people want to say I'm weird or I'm wrong or I'm ignorant, so be it. But it just, you know... People sit there and believe that, like, the Bible and Jesus and all this shit isn't fucking real. But to me, I feel the same way about the idea of, oh, you can look into a telescope and see millions of miles away. Like, no, you can't. People say that, but that's no different than what's written in a fucking Bible. So, yeah. Do I believe that there's stuff outside our solar system? Eh, maybe. Prove it, but maybe. Uh, they also said, uh, no, but you're jealous of Pac-Man, and I wasn't quite following that, where they got that idea from. Yeah, neither did I. I was very confused about that, to be honest. Are you not, are you, are you jealous of Pac-Man? Well, it's not the first time someone said that. Wade Evans of the Jerk Horse is trying to pull that crap, but, well, let's see here. Pac-Man. <clears throat> since yes, it's sir. Out of the, since it was, uh, the cat's out of the bag if you will, because there was a bag involved. Uh, on commentary, it was noted that I was the one that uh, left the present for you. That is true. If I were jealous, would I have left the present for you? You did not, and I am I'm very grateful for for the nunchucks. They were pretty cool. Uh, I really um, did appreciate that. If I were jealous, would I have showed up after your match and told you I was proud of you, and gave you a big hug. Uh, no, you wouldn't have. So I don't get where this jealousy is coming from, honestly. Like, 
I don't, I'm not jealous. Pac-Man, you did something I've done before. I beat yeah. the idols. I beat Joey twice. I, I pinned Kevin Cade twice, technically. Took the title from him. And because of the one loss on Cade, it was a loss for Damian Gray. So essentially, I beat him. Um, I guess Rockin Rivera, when he was an idol. Granted, he got himself disqualified, but obviously, I was just too tough for him to beat, so he got himself disqualified. And then it took two idols to beat me. That's their only win on me, really. Yeah. So, why would I be jealous of something that I've already done? And then, you got your big pop. Correct? You did. Um, since I've been fired, my name's been thrown around. Um, people are signing petitions to get me back into Rocket Pro. If I were jealous, why is that happening? Why? It, none of it makes sense. So this jealousy thing is just fake news. Now, am I, am I still mad that I'm not at Rocket Pro? Sure. That's not Pac-Man's fault. Hey, yeah. he got his pop. He got his win. He got his moment. That's what I wanted for. Yeah. No jealousy. Not mad. Proud. So, uh, take that theory and, um, you know. Turn that something sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. Hey, you did that right. People's elbow, not so much, but. Yeah, yeah, you definitely did that people's elbow wrong. Wait, what did I do wrong with the people's elbow? I, you went, I got the you went bed. The wrong way. You went the wrong way. That's fine. Apparently. Yeah. But yeah, it was okay. okay. You did fine. It made sense because everyone yeah. does it the wrong way. Well, except ah. apparently Tom never did. But that's just Tom because, you know, he was he's the Rock's boy. So. Yeah. Also, I do apologize with whoever uh, said maybe it was me. I don't know. Um, assume Kyle lived in Florida. So whoever said that, I guess that was misinformation on our end, and I do apologize for that. I didn't know Kyle was still in Illinois, which makes a lot of sense on why this state is so shitty because of people like him living here. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Giving advice when he shouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's like a negative one on on the couch. uh, Is that a real website? Uh, I forgot the actual name of it, but I think he is a couch therapist. But he's not a doctor. He's a therapist. Gotcha. He's oh. like he's he's like in between like uh like a school counselor and like somebody who supervises children at summer camp. Like somewhere in between there. It's uh, like uh you you ordered a counselor off wish list, pretty much. Oh gotcha. But yeah. but lower but on yeah. uh the third tier. Yeah. Like he like he combo. Yeah, like he ordered a long sleeve shirt and we got tank tops. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I couldn't imagine that dude giving anyone any type of advice. I just I don't know. That makes no sense to me. But I do apologize for the misinformation. Though Kyle does not live in Florida; he lives here in Illinois. Uh, just Shit. like us. damn it, which is a good. It's a good thing for Florida. They don't need that trash. They got enough. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, gators and hurricanes and shit. Yeah. Oh, um, Double J does have a response to Kyle. Um, he wanted me, or, or to Tom, I should say. Um, 
this is his response as far as him calling Double J Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> is that all you got, Tom? I've heard worse. I'm, I'll take a page out of Travis T's book and say, make me care. <laughs> oh, Kyle, what a piece of shit. God. But that was Tom that said it this time. Yeah, no, there's just still Kyle's a piece of shit. Just, I mean, I need to make sure people realize that. Um, you know, I, I did like, I did like the way they did their show though. You know, like it didn't uh, completely go. I thought, you know, we we're going to get that ginger snaps or whatever the fuck that, uh, segment's called. Is it called ginger snaps? Is that what it's called? Yeah, that, that was actually his original podcast. And, it, where he was getting so angry about life because at the yeah. time life was pretty much can get anybody angry, but then yeah. him and Kyle just, you know, sitting around jerking off with each other and they decided or they were watching the Snyderverse and they decided, Hey, let's do a podcast about it. Gotcha. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, Ginger Snaps, I thought was clever, because that's a video he did on Instagram, right? Like, where, like, he would say something about somebody, and then, like, a, a picture of him would be, like, Ginger Snap, or whatever the fuck that thing did, uh, or treated, or whatever the fuck it is. That's my thing. That's your thing, gotcha. Um, so Tom's stealing your shit. Stealing my uh, gimmicks. Stealing your gimmicks. But, you know, he, 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 he was respectful about my opinion and he made the corrections where he felt was needed. He gave Pac-Man a compliment. Though he did awesome. say that I got teabagged by Joey Roth, but in truth, for six and a half minutes. Well, in truth, here's yeah. the thing. I dove under his leg in a very ungraceful way that wouldn't be described as a dive, according to Travis. I just kind of crawled. And made the tag over to uh, Mr. Johnny Nye. Yeah, yeah, he kind of like inverted hurdled that. Yeah, essentially, uh, essentially. Yeah. Though I, though I hear from, am I hearing this right that he did a commentary reaction to my match? Who? Tom. He said something about that coming. Maybe. Maybe. So that, I will be interested to hear what he has to say about yeah. it. You guys know my memory shit. So, I mean, that's it. And, that, and that's and that's one of the reasons why I do listen to the Forest Mother Box uh, multiple times. Because first off, it is entertaining. And secondly, I don't I don't retain information that isn't privy to me or pertinent to me, I guess is the proper word, uh, right away. So, um, <clears throat> again, like, you know, other than, you know, aliens fucking me or some shit, I, I guess. Uh, I guess it's a PTSD thing for me or something because I didn't mention it. I don't recall it. And I don't believe in aliens because, like, oh, they butt fucked me so they don't exist. Yeah, I guess prisoners don't exist either. I don't fucking know. Um, but I, I think the biggest problem is, is like if 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 uh, if Tom wants to make assumptions and deduce an issue here at JFW, I think it's only fair that we do the same for Fourth Mother Box. And I think what it comes to. Is it's all an agreement between us, Fourth Mother Box, Jedi Talk. It's an agreement that Kyle's a piece of shit. It's been established and it's been agreed on across all platforms of social media that Kyle's a piece of shit. So I think because of the biggest piece of shit that Kyle is, I think he's actually dragging Tom down and like bringing Tom down to that level. And I think that's unfair for Tom. And it's crazy because there's not there's more people that think he's a piece of shit. 
Yeah. There's even people that are characters, mm-hmm. if you will, on um on the Scar Star Cruiser that just recently shut down. They've been guests on Jedi Talk, and they've been going after Kyle. Yeah, as so they said, they know. Yeah, so they, go ahead, go ahead, Pac Man. You're fine. No, I I even think Kyle's a piece of shit, and that says a lot because I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. You're Kyle, a better. You're a better piece of shit. A better yeah. idiot and a better piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, Kyle is the worst idiot. He's just, it's just. I mean, like he has an opportunity to be a better person. He just can't do it because his whole thing is like, oh, well, people hate me. Well, I'm just gonna love for people to hate me, which is such a fucking cop out. You know, it's like it's like when you're the d bag at the bar and you're like, yeah, I, I love being called an asshole. Of course, I'm a fucking asshole. It's like deep down, like, okay, cool. Like, like, do you want to be known as a guy who loves being called an asshole? But that's what Kyle is. It's like, no, what, who, what other podcast can I go out there and get pissed off at me? It's like, why don't you just be a fucking person, you know? And he doesn't want to do that. And because of that, he wants to drag Tom down with him. And I don't think that's fair to Tom. You know, I think deep down, if Tom didn't have to associate himself with a piece of shit like Kyle, he wouldn't have to go out there and uh, make up fake stories about how JFW gets started or, you know, has to joke about, you know, Pac-Man, you know, taking a fucking sack of balls in the face and shit for six and a half minutes and, you know, mocking, you know, Nubby for losing shoes and falling over and Peppermint Frosties, how that's still a fucking thing. And I think all that comes to a point where Kyle is just pushing off his 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 shit pieces onto other fucking people. And I don't think that's fair. I think he's just jealous of us. I think so. He hate us because he ain't us. Stop it. Stop that was it. from it's the shit. interview. That was that was from the stop interview. He's peanut butter and jealous. Just stop it. Stop stop being you for fucking two minutes. Alright, uh you got a timer? I will fucking fire you right now. No, but I'm ambition whimsical. No, you're an idiot. I'm a better idiot. You're a better. You are a better <laughs> idiot. You're a better idiot. But I do. I do like the idea, and I, and you're welcome for uh, my 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 beliefs of aliens. Uh, helped you guys move on to a new topic on uh, the fourth mother box. Like I said, I enjoy it. I, will, I listen to it on Spotify uh, every time it comes out. Uh, some days I watch. I listen on something good, something to do. So. Uh, you know, believe the idea that you're winning a war, that you're not calling a war because you can't call it a war because you're ahead in a war, which is fine, whatever. Live your life. Uh, Pac-Man's the only one that's calling it a war. I call yeah. everything a war. I call, call something it, the day a war that every, happened. Everything's a fucking war. Everything's a fucking war with you. Hey, can you move forward to the next window? We got to wait for your nuggets to be uh, dropped fresh. Fucking nugget war. Hey, how'd you know that was the thing I called a war today? Because you're you, and you look like a nugget. I am not a nut. What do I look like, going heart? There we go. Oh, too soon to make that joke. Um, God rest his soul. God rest his soul. R.I.P. Um, yeah, so l- listen to Fourth Motorbox. Listen to their responses. They said Tom did a very nice job of respecting uh, my uh, my ignorance to Star Wars, but it wasn't a work. It was honest. I don't understand Star Wars. I think it's stupid. I listened. To, I watched you know episode four. At the at the request of you know the fourth mother box for me giving them a, more of an opportunity, I did did not like it. Will not try to move forward with it. It's just not for me. So, but you know what? It, it's just how all fucking sagas and trilogies and series are and everything. You know, you sit there and look at. You know, not everyone loves Harry Potter. Not everyone loves 
uh, Lord of the Rings. Not everyone loves uh, fucking Twilight or uh, whatever has like you know four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, twelve fucking series. Uh, Fast and Furious. Show not everyone likes it, and that's fine. You'll be entitled to your own fucking opinion, but. Um, yeah, no, dog shit. What, what else, what about Ford, fourth motorbox do we gotta talk about, or do we cover everything? Uh, did we mention that Kyle's mom is hot? Yeah, and he's also a piece of shit. Okay, alright, I just wanted to make sure we had all our bases covered. Rap coming, December 31st episode of JFW. Perfect. It's happening. Whether you <laughs> like it or not. <laughs> yeah. There'll <laughs> yeah. no, no be, no be any, uh, any any final thoughts of the fourth mother box? Um, just like Kyle did on this episode of fourth mother box, I got nothing. Perfect. Yeah, he is. He is definitely a a, a content filler. Um, guys, we're gonna uh, cover some match cards uh, and some results from uh, this past weekend, this upcoming weekend. But I want to remind you all that this episode of the JFW podcast is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Whether it be graded or raw, Carter Comics has got them all. We're weeks away from the holidays. If you know any nerdy idiot loner, fucking you know bedroom dwellers that need something to read while they're not making friends or being out with you know the public. There we go. There we go, Pac-Man. Yeah. If you if you need to get a gift for a better idiot or just an idiot in general, get him a com- comic book because nerds like fucking books. So head on over to CarterComics.com for your card up with all those amazing products. You use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order. As of right now, because of the holiday season, shipping is also free. So you get a lot of savings coming up on CarterComics.com right now. And not just at their website, but also on their eBay pages. And links to all four of those can be found on their homepage at CarterComics.com. Go get them. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> all right, where do you guys want to start? Well, yeah, let's start with um, uh, fucking, uh, was it uh, uh, Super super Wrestler? What's wrong with that? Super Wrestlers! And that's the song, so I'm I'm saying it right. There's an actual song. There is. It's it is fucking amazing. Gotcha. So Super Wrestlers was this was yesterday, and uh, I was there with the LIM. Uh, they loved it. Uh, Rydal, who is the brother of Ryor, uh, Rydal claims to be the true king of Crosternia, hacked into. Uh, Nexus, the robot referee's mainframe, to put himself in the number one contenders match for the prize. Uh, and he, the first match of the show was Nolan the fucking wizard coming straight from the mountains of Mokina and US A-hole versus Rydal. Rydal did win the match and will face Shogun in the main event of the show. Now, Business Puppy was originally going to be facing uh, Pubic Moose for the Hot Potato Championship. Pubic Moose is trying to get rid of it. It can talk to him now, apparently. That's now a thing. Um, and Business Puppy was not happy about putting being put in the match for the Hot Potato Champion. He named a bunch of wrestlers with worse records than him in Super Wrestlers and called out Destructo specifically. Destructo and Madam Shatter came out 
and decided to try to collect a bounty on Business Puppy by putting a ball on the screen. He wasn't going. The crowd was chanting for Business Puppy to heal, heal, and he wouldn't go at first. And then the ball started slowly moving away, which really, really upset Business Puppy. So then uh Business Puppy went to the stage to try to catch the ball on the screen, but Destructo and Madam Shatter captured Business Puppy, which led to a lot of chance throughout the night of Where's Our Dog? We had the Man Overboard slash Flora's Lava match, which the rules are simple. You're thrown out of the ring, uh, both feet hitting the floor. Basically, battle royal rules between Vlad Ladder and the Porch Pirate. The Porch Pirate did come handy with some presents and such. Uh Daddy Andy was sitting next to me and got some... uh festive Christmas stuff. Um, but the biggest thing was what was in the boxes and bags that were in the ring. They were two dildos. I'm not surprised. And considering Vlad is a vampire, there was Crucidix. A Crucidix was made to try to keep Vlad Bladder away. The crowd chanted Crucidix. He then got kind of confused. Um, uh, Porch Pirate got a little confused and tried to put like a p- powder in Vlad Bladder's face. Oh, something like this. Hold on. Onion powder, huh? Onion powder instead. But Vlad Bladder beat Porch Pirate because he was not faced by the onion powder for obvious reasons. We come back from intermission, the first intermission, and U.S. A-Hole is complaining about his loss. And since Business Puppy has been incapacitated by uh, Destructo, U.S. A-Hole will be competing against Pubic Moose later in the show. Uh, CM Venom then asked Ryor not to interfere in the match between Rydell and Shogun in the main event of the show. Ryor is, was a little confused by the word interfere. Um, and then ultimately agreed with the Magnet of Chicks, uh, Venom to, uh, not interfere. That's what he called him. Um, and then Ryor then warned Shogun about Rydal. There's going to be some interesting stuff I'm going to talk about with that later. Um, then we had Destructo versus Jordan Cross. Uh, Madam Shatter originally came out and was teasing that he was good. She was going to fight Jordan Cross. Um, and this was a match that was refereed by the robot referee Nexus, which if you remember, if you touch the robot referee, you get shocked. Uh, Destructo kept trying to whip Jordan Cross into Nexus. Uh, Destructo was able to defeat Jordan Cross. And after the match, uh, 
Destructo kept making Jordan an incapacity. Jordan Crotch gets shocked by Nexus. But Ryer decided to run in and save Jordan Cross. Billy Wack comes out to ask why he saved him. He said he felt like he needed to. And then they had a two-minute conversation about Paps Blue Ribbon, <laughs> the sponsor of Return of the Super Wrestlers. USA Hold then came out and introduced his new mascot uh, for his match with Cubic Moose. It was a giant inflatable eagle named Al Opecia. Oh my god. Pubic Moose did retain the title because USA Hold won. And Pubic Moose then decided to start talking to the belt. Um, after that second intermission, the belt talked to Pubic Moose backstage saying that no matter what Pubic Moose does, he is not getting rid of the Hot Potato Championship. Ryor was originally supposed to face Rydal, but instead went up against Danger Mask. And Ryor defeated Danger Mask. Uh, there were lots of taunts directed at Danger Mask's signature taunt, which looks like that, you know, like, I don't know how to describe, but it's like the things that the that, that, that Italian hand gesture. Yeah, I know that what was, you're talking about. That was the highlight. I just fucking wrestling, folks. Fucking wrestling. Then we had the main event of Ryor or Rydal versus Shogun. Mid Shogun had a good advantage throughout the match as he was starting to embrace the power that his hand gave him. And Catalyst Tambor, who is the the alien mastermind behind the Super Wrestlers, decided to reveal who he was. And in a video, he takes his mask off to reveal it to be Shogun himself. Which led to a massive what-the-fuck chant from the crowd. As Shogun looked incredibly confused. While Shogun was distracted by looking at what appears to be an evil clone or a twin, or we have no idea exactly what Catalyst Tambor is. So many questions from this. Rydal capitalized, rolled him up, and Rydal, the new king of Crostornia, is now the holder of the prize. Rydal played his new anthem, which one of the lyrics was, he does not love his brother, which prompted... Ryor to run him off. Ryor was very, very upset considering his brother uh, now has the prize, and it appears that everything that happened does connect back to Shogun somehow. Uh, Ryor was very hesitant, considered punching Shogun in the face, and Shogun is just so confused. Instead, Ryor decided to help Shogun up, and asked Shogun to team up to go kick Rydal's ass. And that was Return of the Super Wrestlers. Super Wrestlers 4 will be coming back to Concord Music Hall Sunday, March 10th, Mario Day. You're not going to want to miss it. I love how they have a character named after the high school in Greece. I get it. It took me a second, but I understand it. Understand what? That's... 
exactly what I just said. The name it, of the it, high it, school is right now. I just that's right. Yeah. I remember that. Jesus Christ, God! You got high school named fucking wrestlers. You got princesses named after fucking uh, pirates and shit. God, this world. Oh my God. <clears throat> um, I, I wish that they wasn't in the city on a Sunday evening because it'd make it a lot easier for me to make those shows. Because I do kind of want to see it at least once. Yeah. I feel you would be a fan of Nolan the fucking Wizard. Yeah, For no reason in particular. Nah, I hear he's all right. Yeah, yeah. I hear, uh, I hear he has an alter ego that's making an appearance in Joliet in January sixth. Crazy, isn't it? Nutty. Um, when did you say the next one was? March. March tenth on Mario Day. I don't know what that means. March t- March ten because it looks like Mario. They that's how Billy was building it up. Like yeah. Mario and Luigi, yeah. Clever. We're going to dress. LIM will be there. Gabagool's got a ticket. We're going to go as the Mario Brothers. It's going to be fantastic. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Might have Smiley McGee dressed as Princess Daisy. Who knows? Uh, You're welcome for the mental image. It's unfortunate you guys didn't uh, You didn't invite Santino with you. I saw his uh, lonely little comment he posted on... Uh, on his Facebook, like, no one invited me. Like, he's a five-year-old who can't fucking, you know, find his way himself. I didn't, I honestly didn't see it. I fucking, I, I if I would have saw it, I would have bought a ticket that moment, drove past his house intentionally to the show. I didn't see it. Was it on my post? Yeah. Yeah, nobody <laughs> asked him what he meant. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> <clears throat> like, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's like, yeah, I wasn't invited. Take a hint. I mean, fucking A. Huh. I don't see it anymore. You mu- somebody must have deleted it. He probably deleted it himself because he realized it was fucking stupid sounding. Just like being on your live stream where he's like, my JFW. It's like, your JFW is stupid. And not real. But those beer mist streams are a lot of fun. I will say that. Yeah. It's, it's, fun. it's fun to drink beer in front of the camera. You started on, uh, you know, December 1st, and you didn't prep your mom to not get canceled, so. Yeah. It was, it was not, it was, there are aspects of it that were working out the kinks in. We'll just put yeah. it out. Yeah, we'll call it, we'll call it a Sean Mulligan. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, um, well, you guys, uh, you guys helped me out. Uh, you guys got the results for Dreamwave, so, um. Friday was the all women's and Saturday was uh their final show of the year, so whichever guys whichever one you guys want to start with. I can start with the all women's ladies first, am I right? Yeah, go ahead, baby. <laughs> all right. So I was, we got- I was gonna make I was gonna make the same joke on him. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Friday was the all women show, which still love the idea. I saw that uh, because I finally got the uh, planner for 2024, and so I putting all the matches in there and everything for next year on what we got to cover. And I saw that they're doing a double shot again in August, but I guess they did a double shot this past summer too, didn't they? Yeah, I think, in June. Yeah. I think it was in June. Okay, so it's not 
I Beth meant that it'd be an all women's and all, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Okay. Never mind. Uh, go ahead, uh, Pac-Man, whenever you're ready. All right. So we had, I believe the show was called Uprising and yes. it was the all women's show. Um, the first match was Maggie Lee versus J-Rod and Maggie Lee was able to defeat J-Rod. And the next match we had Sierra versus Zamaya. Sierra picked up the win by way of disqualification. Heather Reckless took on Rebecca J. Scott, and Rebecca J. Scott picked up the victory. The Hale Twins faced off against Ivy Malibu and Shelly Benson. Malibu and Benson picked up the win over the Twins. Hey, I'm learning to rhyme. How about that? We had Zaya Brookside versus Zeta Steele, with Zeta Steele coming away with the victory. AEW star Emi Sakura faced Hyann, and Sakura won. Miyu Yamashita versus Shaza McKenzie, with Miyu picking up the win over Shaza. And for the Dreamwave Women's Championship, Brittany Brooks retained her title against Masha Slamovich. Awesome. Solid all-woman show. A lot of talent on that. A lot of talent. All right. What are you doing there, Pac-Man? I don't know what that was. It was... That was a ghost. That was a ghost. That was Santino, wasn't it? He was talking about Joe. It was Joey Roth playing piano. Hey, hey, Pac Man, you you talking about me on JFW? Yeah, yeah, you know if you if you don't, you're gonna have to have a match with me, and um, if if you win, then I'll I'll say I love I love LAM, but. But it better if I win, you gotta say you love white girl wasted. Damien, book the match. Book the match, Damien. You can hang up on him now. Bye. Click. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Hey, Pac-Man, you pressed the wrong button. Still here. Still here, Pac-Man. Click, 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 Still. click, click. <laughs> It won't hang up. Right, goddamn. God, move your jaw and suck down the saliva. What the fuck? Oh, man. Well, it, could be, it could be worse. It could be Joey Roth playing piano. Can we talk about that? Is he, wait, he's playing piano? What is he playing piano? Yeah, there was a seven-minute video of him playing piano very sad-looking because we, I beat him. Oh, so he's just doing what you did six months ago. Essentially. Oh, okay. Cool. I mean, he, I mean, he understands that piano is very therapeutic, but like, I didn't play right. it long. I just went to the pool. You should go to the pool, and that'll make them feel better. I will. I will. I will give Santino credit where credit is due. He does make a memorable fucking memorable fucking promo. Agreed. Book book the match, Damien. Book book the match. No coast, no coast in my corner. Fuck you, dude. God, God, I can't stand that fucking guy. He sent me a friend request after I unfriended him, and guess what I did? Deleted it. Uh, Dreamwave was on Saturday. Nubby, what we got? 
All right. So Dreamwave was on Saturday, as you said. That's it right. What we got? Good as gold. Solid. What you want to talk about? All right. So uh, he's gonna have a laughing fit. I'm good. I'm good. It's been a it's been a long fucking day. <laughs> All right. So um, the show started out with a pre-show matchup, a six women tag match. It was Lily Lop, Pascadita, Free Range Kara, and Shelly Benson picking up the win over Badger Briggs and the Hale Twins. And the main show, it started with the good as Rumble matchup. The final four happened to be Vic Dupree, Jay Fowler, Brady Booker, and Connor Hopkins. Now, who had um, Connor Hopkins and their bingo card to win this match? <clears throat> not, not me. But you know what? I, not me. I, yeah. I mean, honestly, you know, good for him because he isn't some, somebody that you should overlook. Yeah, I think. I think if we were doing predictions, he wouldn't have been my first choice, probably not even my second. But, um, you know, he's definitely starting to earn that. And you can tell from uh, his match he had this past month at uh, Rocket Pro. Um, some guy, uh, some of the other members of the match, uh, Cole Cabana, Jay Lethal, Macho, um, uh, what is it, what is he called, Macho Black, Madness? Black Machismo. Black Machismo, there we go. Yeah, but he was in it, um, who else? I forget, see, I had it, I didn't write them all down, there was just too many guys. No, but yeah, yeah, Connor Hopkins wins and he is the good... As gold holder. And what, is, what does that do for him? It's him a title shot at any time. So I get, okay, so it's like a briefcase. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Good for him. Um, J-Rod defeated Hyon, or Hyon, something like that, right? My close Pac-Man? Hyon? That sounds, that sounds close. Hope it isn't. It is now. Yeah, because we made it so. Yeah. And um, the hey. special guest. <laughs> I knew what you were gonna do. I knew the fuck you were gonna. Do. That's, that's how much time we have spent together with each other. I just fucking knew it. Hey. Uh, the mil- million dollar man Ted DiBiase makes his uh. Uh, way to the ring to address the crowd. Um, told a story about Andre the Giant, um, farting in an elevator full of people in Japan. I didn't listen to it, but. Andre the Giant fart- farts, Andre the Giant farts in an elevator. He gets a lot of laughs and stories. I fart in an elevator and I get told to get off the fucking elevator. And I think it's much, that much better because it happened in Japan. I can only imagine the reaction by the Japanese people because they do react to Americans a little weird. Well, the fact in Japan and everything that most of their faces are at butthole height when it comes to fucking Andre. So. True. Right? 
Andre was pretty big. So. <laughs> Pac Man would have been at Buffalo uh, <clears throat> height too. Oh fucking! You put you put fucking Pac Man in a match with Andre instead of him to crawl underneath his legs. You just run. You could just walk right? through. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd offer Andre a beer. I kick him in the gut, kind of, and then I hit him with the you know the the, the PX stunner, and then I hit him with the LIM bow, and then he kicks out of it because yeah, it's not very effective. Pokemon laws. Ahead, so wasted, ahead, wasted youth. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Dobby. <laughs> wasted youth retained their interim tag team titles over the Zeke Zishi Enterprises. Fuck, oh, God, that fucking interim thing, man. As I don't, no offense to any company that does it, I just think it's dumb, it's weird. Just take the titles off the champions and have them go for them. Well, Don't need they, to have two ty- different titles going around. Well, okay, so because so so Dreamwaves they do every other month. Just How, about yeah. Yeah, so it's been like what going on four months now that they haven't had their own champions. Two shows for four months or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Did they say how long that that guy's out on injury? I think it's. I believe he made his return. In oh, the rumble. Gotcha. Okay. So and that, I think the I think the official tag match is made for um February. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, then that you know, I'm okay with it then. I don't like the idea of interim champions, but if he's back already, I guess he can kinda like let it go. Well even if they if he didn't come back like so if it was gonna be a short time they could have just kept the belt on the guy original guys. And just yeah. have have a tournament to determine number one contenders down the line. I mean, but I, mean, I can see them like if the, it is long term a bit, you know, six months or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. take them, take it off. Have another team, you know, obviously be the champions, but then call them the real champions, and then the former champions can will obviously be the new challengers. That's how wrestling goes. New challengers, you know, it happens. And then, then they're just going to be called whatever time champions if they win. It's just having two separate titles all the time. If something happens, it's just weird to me. Yeah. But, I, <clears throat> hey, I'm on the same boat with you. I mean, like I said, I mean, like, just because he's back, I could kind of look overlook it, but just because I can overlook it doesn't mean it's, you know, something that they should be doing, you know. Mm-hmm. Dude gets injured, can't defend it, move the fuck on. Make a tournament, hire, uh, you know, play somebody else. That's, that's what Rocket Pro did. Quinn wasn't able to defend his title, so they made a match between Stone and uh, was it Joe, Ryan, right? Ryan Matthews? Ryan Matthews, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so see, that's a smart way of doing it. Yep. Then we had a women's tag team match. It was, I'm going to butcher this name, uh, Imai Emi Sakura yep. and uh, Maya Yamashita defeating Maggie Lee and Zeta Steele. Then we had the alternative champion, Vikingo, retaining over Stephen Wolf, Jack Cartwheel, and Gringo Loco. Then Brittany Brooks retained her women's championship against Samaya. Uh, Maggie Lee came out 
And I guess she is now number one contender. She'll be taking on Brittany Brooks in February, I believe. I believe that is the thing. If I read it correctly. And then main event, it was Christian Rose defeating Hartenbauer to retain the Dreamwave Championship. There were multiple ref bumps, including one that had Earl Hebner getting bumped. And, you know, Earl Hebner is the Earl Earl Hebner, who is the official Coyote referee, tried to screw over Hartenbauer. Um, it didn't work at the moment, but Christian Rose still managed to get the win, and the original referee made the three count. And that was Dreamwave, good as gold, 2023. Money, 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 money. Because DiBiase was there. Yeah. I get it. We got it. Awesome. Uh, February 10th, Dreamwave's returning. So, uh, I'm so glad I got this calendar now so now I can look at everything. I'm so happy. Plus, now I can officially look and say I can go to a wrestling show every single Saturday in the month of January. You can. Yep. Really? We our, yep. We got Power Entertainment, uh, January 6th. We got Front Line, Front Line on the 13th. Destination 6 on the 20th, and SCW on the 27th. Oh, shit, you're coming out to D6? I might, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a different day than SCW, and I wouldn't mind checking it out. I won't be at that one, but you enjoy it. I don't care. Wasn't, uh-huh. going, wasn't going because you were going. You sound disappointed, though. No, not really. Oh, okay. No. 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 Okay, uh... Is that all for results? We just got IPW and SCW uh, match cards? Yep. Yep. Right. Who's on the IPW match card? Pac-Man? I, I got IPW. All right, go for it, man. We have Captain's Fall inside a steel cage this Sunday, December 17th, at the VFW Hall Post 311 in Richmond Park at 22341 Governor's Highway. Uh, doors open at 1. Showtime starts at 2. We have general admission going for $15. Kids 10 and under will be $10. Every single match will take place inside of a steel cage um, with different stipulations in each one. For example, we have the blow-off of the long-heated feud between Renee Van Peebles versus Brittany Kay, which will be inside a steel cage and last woman standing. Next, we have for the IPW Junior Heavyweight Championship, Kid Lett will be going up against the debuting Manny Cortez. In tag team action, for the tag team championships, a two out of three falls match between the program of Kindle Fire and the undeniable Karen, I mean Nick Diamond, I'm sorry, I always mix those names up, uh, and the Booze Brothers, who are now invoking their rematch clause. We also have on this show Nubby's match, because Nubby is wrestling on this show. Yep. It is a four-on-four elimination match inside of a steel cage. We have Joey Dalton 
Corey McHenry, the Scorpion Dorado, and the Amazing Turtle. Going up against That's D'Angelo me. Steele, Marcelo Spade, Jay Vanity, and the Demon Baby. Man. So you're going to be wrestling that Demon Baby again. Yeah. And I guess I'll be wrestling him in a, in a cage. I guess it could be like a crib, if you will. Ah. Yeah, so, does anyone know what this cage looks like? No. It is very, very mysterious. Like like that wrestler Ray, Ray Mysterious. Well, I'm because I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out like how they're doing like the cage match. Yeah, we're gonna fucking move on from that one. <laughs> I'm just wondering if it's like how to sell like or if it's like cage match like. I'm sure it'll be cage match. I don't because yeah. it's being handmade from what I'm hearing. So, All right. okay. people are pretty cagey about what it looks like. Waka waka. This is why you have very few friends. Because of stupid shit like that. L.I.M. loves me, though. I'm the champion. I heard. I heard. Yeah. You're being voted to be champion. Hey, it's like the old days. You, you, you beat out, you beat out three guys who are barely there and your brother. Good job. I worked very hard for it. You did. I'll say this, you did more in one day than Danny did the entire time. Treated. Treated. <laughs> I love Danny. He's gonna, he's gonna give me shit for saying that. On the Danny, show. Danny, Danny's good people. Danny is good. No, people. it was interesting. We were in Chicago and I brought the belt to a couple shows I was at and Danny, he seemed very distracted. He kept looking down at my shoulder, which I thought was weird. I was like, dude, the, the matches are in the ring. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I just thought that because of Star Wars, you guys were into siblings like gawking at each other, and I was like, oh, that's the norm. So, <laughs> anyway, there's other matches on this show. Right. Yeah, right. Can we talk about right. those? I know you. I know in your mind, like, why can't I have a brother look at me the way Luke looked at Leia? I get it. I'm gonna be like Steve last week when I said that when Rian told me, "Don't be a joke by." Like Ryback, and I'm gonna be, and I responded, "Don't worry, I'm not gonna make out with Shrek on Twitter, on on TikTok." And he went, "Okay," and that's where I'm at right now. Now I understand how Steve felt from that. <laughs> Speaking of uh, changing the subject, we have a four-on-four elimination match inside a steel cage. And speaking of Steve, Steve's in this match with Gustavo, Muggsy James, and Ewok facing off against the big leagues of Motivation Mike. The Bro Bros and J.R. Lindsay. And in your main event. Well, I just want to point out something. Yes. I have a win over three out of those four big big league idiots. And one more to go. And it's the one that attacked me this year, earlier this year. And that's fucking idiot. Um J.R. Lindsay. I didn't forget what that asshole did. Kind of wish I was in that match and not the one I'm in, but I guess I got to take care of the baby. You got to feed him, give him his milk, read him a bedtime story. Uh, what else do parents do with babies? I'm 29 and single. I don't know these things anymore. Well, just think about take what them. your mom does, uh, does for you. Do they do they like take them to like the gluten free Gerber store? 
Is that a thing now in 2023? Yeah, I think it's called Mariano's. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Or uh, or Whole Foods or uh, Homeless Johnny's or whatever the fuck that one is. Homeless Johnny's? Yeah. Yeah, that all-organic bullshit one or whatever. <laughs> Trader Joe's. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's the one. There we go. I don't like figure out what it's like the Star Wars thing. I know you're thinking, but here's the thing. You figured it out. That's all that matters. You knew exactly what I was talking about, so So, pick up your your thirty dollar fucking oranges over at Homeless Johnny's. But before we go there, we gotta reach the main event of this show, which is Sea Red's final match. It is Captain's Fall inside the steel cage as made by the information enforcer Rion Skills last month. We have the team of Damian Gray, who is the captain of the team, Wade Evans, Mikey Peterson, and DP3 of the Workhorses versus my grandpa C-Red, Miles Mercer, Marche Rocket, and a mystery opponent. A mystery partner, I should say. Who do you guys think it is? Gotta be somebody close to see red. There's two people I can think of. One is Willie. Because Soul Touchers. Uh, the other one is Max Holiday because I don't think that backwards brown match is happening, right? Right. Mm-hmm. It hasn't uh, at the very least, it hasn't been advertised yet. Yeah, so I, I'm guessing Max Holiday or probably Willie, just because obviously you got you know Mercer from the ARC, Marche from you know Soul Touchers. I mean, oh, I guess maybe Acid Jazz from Soul Touchers. Um, I mean, I don't know a lot of the ARC members. You know, I know Aaron was a part of it at one point. Uh. I, I know D'Angelo Steele is a part of it, but he's already in a match, correct? Mm-hmm. So, right. Um, I, yeah, I, I, my my guess would probably be Willie, Willie Richardson. So that'd be my guess. I have one guess, and I say TW3 because um, he is he's is the nephew of C Red. Solid. Uh, maybe uh, maybe Pac-Man's dad will be there. That would be cool. I hope he it, comes back know? with the milk. Well, no, he came back with the milk. Because he hit Damian Gray in the face. That's like the equivalent of milk. <laughs> yeah, he also punched uh, your grandfather in the mouth. Hey, as C-Red said last week, that was all part of the plan. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I know like when I like to put plans, I like to start out with, okay, I want you to come in. And jack me in the jaw. Well, think about it this way. From C-Red's perspective, and the thing is, I actually wasn't in on this. So, um, he had to make the idols think that Flash was coming out on their side. Yeah, I get it. Makes sense. So, so he had to have Johnny and him take a dive in order for whatever to happen with Flash to happen. So it was all part of the plan. Yeah, I trusted C-Red. Yeah. Uh, he said he had something in mind. I mean, he even said it on our show, the Lovely Intoxicated Podcast. Um, and 
I wasn't necessarily clued in, but now that I kind of have that additional context, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So who do you think is this, uh, the the secret uh, partner? I actually have no idea. Well, I mean, it could be Johnny Nye. I well, mean, who, who's knows? picking the who's picking the partners? IPW picking it or C Red? Uh, C Red gets to pick it. I believe that's what Rian said. Oh, it's, fucking, it's gotta be Willie. I'm thinking if I had to guess, um, yeah, uh, could be acid, acid jazz even. Oh, there we go. Maybe somebody from the touches. So I was wrong on your guess. No, I wasn't going to say doink the clown. It's my grandpa's <laughs> last, it's my grandpa's last match. You know? <clears throat> Take that. That's going to have some weight. It's definitely not me because I'm retired. Damn. So. Yeah. Well, and obviously uh, Sunday is going to be just the start of the the week coming up for C-Red because the power hour is going to be doing his, uh, his roast on the, uh, was it that, that 19th? The 19th, yeah. Yeah. Yep. At the same building. So uh, I'm and excited. I, and I, I found was... out today that I can't make it. Really? Yep. Real, real life stuff. Real life shoot job. I was uh I was invited, so I'm excited to be there. I'll be there. I am. Yeah. Any any of the other LIM gonna be able to make it up? Uh it's hard because it's a Tuesday night. Right, know? yeah. yeah. I, I don't believe so, but I know for a fact I will be in, in attendance. Yeah. I know uh I know Steve uh sent out uh an offer to me to be there and everything. I told him like, dude, I'll go but I don't have any, you know you know, motivation to say anything. And he says anyone that goes has to talk. So I don't know what I'm going to say, but it'll be, it'll be kind of be cool to kind of be part of that and check it out. And obviously I mean, it's not that far for me to go check it out. So, and it's C-Red, you know, why the hell not, you know, be a part of uh, something like that. I didn't get a chance to be part of the Ivan one. So, I mean, he is a legend and um, made a major impact on this scene um, over the years. And, uh, no, we gotta pay respects to uh the urban sensation as he bids farewell to his in ring career. Yeah. Well even even with his uh with his completion of his career still gonna make a big impact in the wrestling business because we still don't know if he's gonna continue with the power hour. That is true, and I have no indication either way. I I have yeah. absolutely no idea what's going on with that. Yeah, from what I hear, I guess he's waiting for the announcement on the 19th. So yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see if the Power Hour uh, moves forward uh, beyond that. If I mean, I don't see C-Red stopping it. I don't see C-Red being done. I mean, it's, I think it'll be his one way of staying in the business without actually having to go be part of the business. So, But if it doesn't, I'm sure I can find something for fucking Steve to do, you know. You know, I got garbage that needs to be taken out. So, something. But yeah, this was IPW's Captain Fall inside a steel cage. Every match inside a steel cage this Sunday, December 17th. It's the BFW Hall, post 311, uh, 22341, Governor's Highway, Richmond Park, Illinois. Doors open at 1, bell time is at 2. Awesome. Be there. Or don't be there and then make me cry. LIM will be there. As they should. 
We gotta we gotta be there for Grandpa's last match. Wait, who's gonna be there? Gabagool and Double J. Hell you. <coughs> yeah, you bring a Santino with? Just say no. Just be honest. Well, I have stuff that goes on Sunday before the show, so I'm nowhere near him to get him. Yeah, that's good. Even if I could. Yeah, because if he goes, I'm not gone. <sighs> SCW is this upcoming Saturday, uh, December 16th. The final wrestling show at Steam Hall Brewing in Mantino, Illinois. I voted to shine up at 6.30. Christmas Bash to start at 7.30. Uh, pretty much immediately after. It's a stack card. Uh, SCW wanted to send um, uh, Steam Hollow out with a bang. So Brought in some old faces. Brought in some uh, pretty cool talent uh, for this one. Um, I don't have the official, like, I don't have every match that has been signed and booked uh, for this coming Saturday. I just have a few select ones. Um, first off, uh, we do know that this, uh, what the fuck are you doing, Pac-Man? I mentioned my sideburn, it's a little itchy. Like, you don't get an itchy sideburn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Okay. We know that this show is going to be... Terry Allen's last show as president of SCW. No matter what, this is his final show. We know that we put, that he put his presidency up for grabs in the match, uh, between James Creed and Aaron Xavier next, uh, next month in January. Uh, Creed wins. Terry gets the opportunity to pick his, uh, successor. And if Aaron wins, obviously he gets to pick who is going to be the next president of SCW. So, um, I think it's a unique thing that somebody Totally, 100% gave up being president. It's not just a, well, if you win, I stay, you lose, I'm gone thing. It's he is done. So we're going to see the next chapter of presidency in SCW. I don't know who it's going to be. Neither person wants, I mean, obviously Aaron, you know, mentioned to himself, like, why wouldn't I just make myself president? Terry hasn't really thrown out, like, a list or, you know, mentioned, like, hey, here's my idea, because he wants to see what happens in January, because, I mean, clearly from what we saw in November, there's there's faith in Creed, but not a whole lot of faith in Creed. Kind of on defense of that. And I'll give it to Terry for doing that, because he, that's how much faith he does have in Creed, that he put his, you know, he gave up his presidency. No, most GMs and presidents don't give a shit, except about their own ego. Terry is putting his ego aside, really, Uh and putting it all in on Creed. Yeah, it puts a lot of pressure on Creed, because, like we said, if Creed doesn't win, fucking, it could be sabotage championship wrestling. Yeah, I wouldn't mind too much about it. 
I don't think that'd be the worst thing in the world. Uh, so we're gonna have the contract signing between Aaron Xavier and James Creed that's going to open up uh the Christmas Bash show. But obviously, before any of that, we do have high voltage. And uh, as far as high voltage goes, we're gonna have a debuting uh, wrestler known as Kebab. Yes, I verified, confirmed it multiple Holy times. Holy shish! Holy, that was Nubby's joke in the chat. No, that was my joke in the chat. But... chat. Wait, Nubby, was that your joke or my joke? Because I know I said it, but did you say it and I didn't acknowledge it? No, I think that was uh, you, actually. That, that was, was all you. That was Because I know I, I know I put hole on the first one by accident. So, okay, cool. So, holy shish. Uh, yeah, so Kebab is going up against uh, Eric Schultz. Uh, which I, I think this is going to be Schultz versus uh, first high voltage match. Yep. I should, yeah. Yeah, because I didn't have the opportunity to go back and watch. I, I watched every single high voltage show that happened, including the ones that I was unfortunately not able to make. And Turtle, uh, second uh, most frequent uh, competitor on high voltage. So, hey. Yeah, I think I missed one one episode. This possible. Right? Uh, no, I missed, I missed two. I think you missed about two. Well, uh, the uh, Donovan Toretto slash VIP uh, was on 11 of them. So I think there might, I think there might have been 12 total. I'm not sure. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, Freiburg is going to go one on one with Mason Perks, uh, which I believe is going to be Perks' first high voltage, uh, show. Sheik is going to take on Donovan Toretto. And, uh, Turtle is putting his high voltage title against, uh, Johnny Chaos. 72 days. I guess I get to embrace the chaos. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's one of the things where, like, it, it's a thanks to him for having your back from uh, Hollowmania. Right. So. Um, and plus, if it gets his stupid-ass brother off my back about, my little Johnny had a title match. Just fucking beat him, and then we don't have to worry about this shit anymore. So. And then somehow he'll bitch that he got that Johnny got yeah. screwed. Because it's what that kid does. That's all he does, yeah, yeah. You need to give Johnny another title, man. I don't know why I'm making him sound like an old man. I don't fucking get it. <laughs> uh, as far as the main card go, like I said, we do have the ca- uh, contract signing kicking off the show. Uh, Miles Mercer will be playing his Genesis Championship on the line against JPH. Uh, Apex will be taking on Dwar, making his uh, appearance once again uh, here at SCW. This function is going to put the tag team titles on the line against Meehooks and Sean Mulligan. I know they've been kind of uh, uh, playing on teaming together over the course of the last few months, and now we finally get the opportunity to see what it will be like. Angel's going to put her women's championship on the line against the returning Shauna Reed. Shauna Reed uh, uh, <clears throat> finally making it back to SCW. She was uh, she debuted a few months back, and now we get to see her come back again and have a title opportunity against Angel. That is her earned title opportunity. That's true. Uh, was it uh, August she won that title shot? I believe so, yeah. I know this team hollow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Benny Vargas is going to take on Acid Jazz at the request of Jazz from last month uh, to Terry Allen. VJ Price will be going one-on-one with Eric Schultz. And then there's a six-man tag with the Torture Killers consisting of Kazile, Logan Steele, and Scott Spade. Taking on Mason Perks, Johnny Chaos, and the Amazing Turtle. Hey, that's you, Turtle. It's you, Turtle. Jeez. Yeah, I got you on the main card, bro. 
And I'm teaming with the guy that I got to beat up earlier in the day. That's true. Well, I know you're not the kind of guy that's going to hold grudges. No. I know Johnny's not going to hold grudges. I know you guys have a common enemy in the torture killers. Like I said, it's kind of a nice way to say, hey, listen, I appreciate it. Here we go. Now, here's the thing. If he doesn't end up beating you, you don't have to let that go and get through the six-man tag. Oh, um, I see your hand up. I'm not calling on you. Put it down. I, I just came up with a team name, though, for them. Go ahead. It's your amazing chaos. Because Mason Perks, it's your boy. And Turtles in the match is Johnny Chaos. It's also been advertised that Marche Rocket and Monster 747 will be in attendance at this show. As far as the matches that have been booked for them are TBD. Everything's got to be finalized and everything on that end. Uh, rumor has it <clears throat> Santa Claus will be there. And no. we may have an appearance by the Grinch. Ooh, Santa versus the Grinch. Hell in a cell. Book it, Terry. Yeah. yeah. Angel's already the, on the card, though. Ooh, treated. Don't be a douche. Don't be a douche. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, what? She's, she's, a sweet, she's a sweetheart of a person. Don't be a monster. Nubby, if you were in a Christmas store, you would be the douche that treated Angel. <laughs> you heard what you said, right? I did. Clearly, (laughs) there's part of me that wants to make that the title of the episode, but I just can't do that. But of all of the stupid things you have ever said, that's the worst. That is the absolute worst. (laughs) The fact that you said it. Knowing that you're going to throw your own little fucking, like, ah, I got him in it, not realizing what you're fucking saying. <laughs> oh, there's, well, there's that. That's, that's not going to be out there on the internet forever. You're welcome, America. At roughly, at roughly an hour and 17 minutes into this episode, Rackman has made it. The douche. That treated Angel. Jesus Christ. Oh, well, I get it. That's gotta, is it that, that's gotta be a shirt. I mean, and I'd buy it. <laughs> Oh, that's a rough segue, but uh, SCW is uh, collecting toys for the uh, Nation Toy Bash Toy Drive. Collecting collector collection bins are at uh, sponsored locations. Fit Body U, Steam Hollow, all that shit. Bring your bring your toys. Uh, share them with uh, the kids. Jesus Christ. Again, Steam Hollow, uh, Brewing, uh, their final, uh, show, uh, Christmas Bash. Uh, Steam Hollow's closing the doors, uh, following January 31st. They're gonna have their final party there, so make sure you get there and enjoy the beer whites there. Um, 
come out and come out this Saturday and enjoy. Uh, like I said, it's gonna be a stack card, and I, even the guys that I don't know the matches for are, you know, they're gonna be some exciting fucking matches. So, how uh, spells? I don't, I don't even know if I want to continue after that. Um, but what, what else needs to be talked about? Anything? Do we want to talk about uh, what? Rian said last week on Power Hour. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. First, first off, who's uh, who's the guest this week? It is Paragon. Gotcha. And that's that's back on Tuesdays. Right. We will be back on Tuesday this week. Gotcha. Ryor yeah. had issues getting on to last week's show, so that was a one-time only thing. Gotcha. All right. Um, so what happened with Rian? Talk about that. I can actually play the clip if you wanted. Have you heard it yet? Go on, play it. All right. Just, just make sure it's close to the microphone so we can hear it. Can you guys hear it? Can you get out of bullshit? Hey, hey, Red, Red, I'll I'll do it this way. Cause I, I mean what I say as far as the shoot. Because normally I put on a gimmick. You know, I have to, you know, talk in a calm voice and do all this other stuff. But anyone that knows me, I don't even fucking talk like that. I do that to appease everyone else. This is like People that know me know how I speak, and that ain't it. So I'm, I'm going to make this very, very clear. My thoughts as far as what took place on that day and afterwards, I'll tell you guys off the air. But as far as this scenario to stay in gimmick, because I know that Steve has, like, things he has to, like, accomplish, I'll just ask a couple of questions to you all and then see how you respond to said scenarios. Is that okay, Steve? Ready for this rapid fire? Ready. Wonderful. Okay. Where were you guys when I was getting my ass kicked the first time? Positive. What does he mean by his ass kicked the first time? When when the undeniable started kicking his ass after his match. Because there were a couple of separate beatdowns. Oh, okay. Because in my mind, when I first heard, I was like, "Is like he's talking about like before he betrayed Maximus Orion?" But okay, I, I thought that's what he was mentioning. But I was like, maybe there was a different time, like months ago or some shit. So okay, cool. Thanks. Sorry. All right. Rapid fire. Ready. Wonderful. Okay. Where were you guys when I was getting my ass kicked the first time? Not where we should have. Wonderful. So when you saw the second ass whooping coming, because I know I saw the second ass whooping coming, as I have made it clear that this guy was a bad dude, and he's been a bad dude this entire time on this podcast, on the LIM podcast, on fucking JFW's podcast, and I hope they're listening today. I've made it clear. Maybe this guy has an agenda. Maybe that's bigger than just selling out stuff. Maybe he's taking money and building an army that no one sees just yet. Does anyone actually know how many people are in Undeniable? Like watching the ARC run amok. No, it's not, because at least you know who the fuck the ARC is, because Steve, Steve, Red will tell you. He'll tell you. This dude's here, he's not. Do you have any idea how many members are in the in front? See, do you have any idea of how many are in the undeniable? No. no. Okay. Okay. Keep that in mind for what I'm going to say next. Because 
I look at it, and this is a question. This is just because, you know, we have multiple main event people on this panel now. I, I can't even make a joke about that based on how this is played out. Mr. Pats. Yes, sir. Uh, how many people do you have in the, in the, the LIM? Uh, so there are seven main guys and probably eight or nine wrestlers. You seem to be a, okay, Gabagool seems to be a fan of me as well as some of you guys, correct? Yes. With you being undefeated and being a champion and being everything else, why didn't you and your boys come out and help me? Cause you already had the numbers. I don't have a fucking army, but you do. Why didn't any of you have to Did you just need to make sure that you took care of the one fight as opposed to, you know, this thing that's been growing for 11, 11 straight sellouts? I see your point. I see your point. I haven't been around for a little while. That's fine. That's fine. But main event Steve, let's get to main event Steve real quick. Because, you know. He's walking around with this stain, you know, this chip on his shoulder. Because, you know, that's that's what it is. He got everybody, he needs to make sure that everybody understands the, the G points and get certain things out of people. So I'm going to ask Mr. Mayor Van Steve on the, the, the day that this took place. How did you feel when I was getting my ass whipped? Because I know you couldn't jump in because management won't allow you. I know that's the case. You have to do your job. But... When I was, you know, getting my ass whooped and I was down and out, because this hasn't been the first time I've been down and out in this company. Remember when you and C. Ray decided you wanted to come out and help me, help me up? You know, when I was getting beat up, when Maximus Orion was there and you guys decided, to, hey, we friends, we're going to do it. I was like, please don't do it. And then you guys dropped me. And then you get on commentary, you say, okay, we're, we're friends, we're going to do this thing. And you see them struggling, you see that everything is going on. You didn't have to be a part of the fight. Why don't you come and help me out? Any other time you go ahead and jump in, in these, these multiple battles that take place. What was your, what was your feeling when this was taking place? Uh, I will, uh, say that I left Joliet Saturday night with a great many regrets. Uh, I should have been there and I wasn't. That's on me. Wonderful. And you know what, the, you know what the, the one answer that never came out of this entire reveal between the three of you came out to be? The one that everyone continuously tried to say, especially Maximus Orion? That I deserved it, Steve. No one is saying that except for the people that are in charge, that I deserved it. That's all they've been saying. You deserve this thing that's happening to you, but not one of you have said it because you've all are slowly understanding. Maybe I'm on to something like that. Maybe I was, maybe I'm not such a bad person. Maybe I just see things a little bit differently and I just don't like dealing with bullshit. Just maybe, maybe I've been telling you, hey, this is a bad move. This is going to be a problem. You need to fix this. And everyone just kind of, oh, we are being funny with this gimmick and everything. Okay. Now it's a problem. Now people losing their jobs. While, while newcomers, cause let's, let's put it this way. And I'm, I'm just going to just flat out. I guess this is part shoot, part gimmick. 
we'll go and see how people feel about it. But it comes down to the idea of respect. And this is probably one of the few times that you get to like figure out if I'm like shooting or not shooting. Okay. Cause I'm not going to talk in a calm voice. I'm just going to say this how I normally would say things. Ready? Okay. I have honestly been able to say that I've been a heavyweight champion, that I've held a big belt in a company that was one of the best in the Midwest. Not just Chicagoland area, but in the Midwest. You've worked for them, Steve. I've been able to say I've been a tag champion. I've been able to say that I've been a Midwest champion. I've been able to say I've been a second city champion, internet champion. I've held multiple single championships, multiple tag team championships. I've won multiple tournaments. I've been able to say that I've been in cage matches, strap matches, hardcore matches. I've been able to have feuds. I've won awards. I've done a lot of stuff. But the one thing that is a constant when it comes to this particular company, as well as others, but more so in this one, is the idea of respect. Because the ones that they're going about is Mr. 1-0 and and main event Steve. Someone like myself, they don't give a shit about me. And it's not because I'm a dinosaur. It's because I can break shit down accordingly. The fact of the matter is, why would you want a dinosaur, and I use that in quotation marks, that's able to fight the system, when they can go ahead and get people that may or may not be able to go in and want to fight directly? Because I'm, I'm going to be honest. Both, both main event Steve and Mr. 1-0 have very much the heart aspect. But if it came down to an actual fight, like a legitimate fight where you had to get an army together, who would you not want to see on this particular thing? Mr. Main Event Steve, Mr. One and O, or the Dinosaur? If I had to choose who I need to fight in a war, and this is just long, long standing, because I'm not sure if you remember how dinosaurs work, they ruled the earth for a while. And I know this sounds like a very, very weird concept, but I've been very, very clear as far as the intentions of things. And just here, here's a scenario, just think it over. I'm not sure yet, but just think it over. Because I've been around. I've seen stuff. This is not a not to either Man Event Steve or Mr. One and Oh. But Rocket Pro created these scenarios. This is something you need to understand. They didn't create a Rion Skills. They created a dinosaur. And the fact of the matter is, especially with how this is playing out, I'm no longer needed. I understand where my my role is, and I've understood that for a very long time. But moving forward, the main event Steve's and the one and O's of the world are going to understand a very, very, very hard lesson that you need dinosaurs around. Or else, 
You'll be just like everybody else that was extinct at the time of the Stone Age or the prehistoric age, I just say. I hope all of this makes sense as far as me rambling on and going about certain things. So now you get to decide if it's a work or a shoot. Have fun, everybody, on podcast. See what's going on for that. But I'm dead serious. I'll go ahead and talk about my actual feelings about things after this is, you know, done. But have fun, uh, LIM's podcast and the, the, what is that? The, is it for, fourth mother? Do, do you guys have issues with the fourth mother box still or no? Is that, is that good? Uh, yeah, we're still not good. I'm still coming out with a diss track at the end of the year for him. See, this is this is why I don't know. This is okay. Uh, then I guess uh, JFW, if they got some stuff to say, uh, that's fine. Just take all of this and and run with it. Uh, uh, that that is my thoughts on the rocket. Oh, congratulations to uh, Ron Yeager as he is the new uh, intercounty champion. He was just better than me, flat out. He just better. There's no way. I tried. I'm old. Out of shape. It happens. Uh, feel free to, to go and say what you need to say now. I'm gonna, gonna mute myself. I probably talk too much while looking at this photo of me on the ground. But, you know, I'm gonna go back to being silent. So I gave my thoughts on that on Thursday. Um, Thoughts from you guys. Go ahead, Nubby. So there's definitely a lot to unpack here. A lot of confusion. Um, if we were to backtrack a bit, like kicks on 66 when Damian Saint first turned, if you will. Hit Shogun with a chair, Boss Rocket Pro, Basically, Rocket Pro came to the items. Ball Brawl happens. Damien Saint is named general manager. Um, I'll give it to Rion because he's been he's been seeing it. But Travis, I'm pretty sure I've been very vocal since Damien Saint turn and became general manager, right? Yeah. Yeah. And how I didn't agree with it. Didn't agree with how he did it. Did not trust him. I think it's fair safe to say that I've been saying it. That you can't trust this guy. But did I need to go kick somebody in the nuts to help him understand? Did I need to put a watch in my hand? And punch him in the face. To help him understand. No. I didn't have to do that. If it was done right. You pull him to the side. Maybe slap him around a bit. To wake him up. I know that for sure. I've been on the receiving end. Of a fucking slap. In a bathroom. To wake the fuck up. I didn't need to be kicked in the nuts for it. I didn't need to be able to watch. A nice little slap, boom. I fucking woke up. Mm -hmm. Was I pissed? Yes, sure. But I woke the fuck up. Now, I get it. Rian seeing it. 
I've been seeing it longer. And I'm, I, I've got the fucking end of it by getting fired and beat up. I fucking saw it when no one else did. When Ma- Maximus didn't see it, because he's focused on other shit, idols, whatever, undeniable, he claims to be in focusing on that, but whatever. Had Rian not did what he did to Maximus, I don't think he would have been in the situation he's in now. Granted, he became a champion. But I think he's lost his focus as a champion. Talks about how he was brought into Rocket Pro as a joke. Doing all these musical chair gimmicks and pie eating contests. Maybe you were better off. Or maybe you should have just not did what you did to Maximus. I told you that will bite you in the ass, Rian. And look what it's doing. Look what happened. The same thing that happened to me just happened to you. Except you're being called a dinosaur. Okay. But they're saying that you're old. I get where you're coming from when it comes to being a dinosaur. You're a fucking threat to them, and that's why they did what you did. They did what they did to you. That's why they did what they did to me, because I was a threat. Damien Saint saw that. Look what I did to the idols. Look at the successful summer I had with that title. And then I beat Ryan Matthews and Bucky Collins. Saint saw that. That's why he did what he did. I was a threat to him and Undeniable. Rion is a big threat to Undeniable. Granted, he lost. Shit happens. People lose all the time. But you, Damien saw a side of Rion, and Rion was getting to the bottom of this bullshit that I've been seeing a lot longer. So Damien did exactly what he did to me, to Rion. But at the same time, Rion, you chose that life by going a different path. You should have taken my advice. For once, I'm going to say, yeah, you should have taken my advice. Maybe I should have slapped you this time. You're smart. You're the voice of reason. But just like the rest of the world, we're not perfect. You're definitely not perfect. You needed to be slapped too. And maybe you should have saw that coming. And how dare you say you'll kick the shit out of Pac-Man. Pac-Man has nothing to do with it. He can go on and on and say he's Mr. 1-0. He can say that. Why? Because he's fucking Pac-Man. Well, it, it's, I think it's more the whole thing of me saying never say never to me wrestling again. Well, then you're going to do what you got to do next time if you do. You're going to go through it the right way. You're not going to be forced into it. And you had a plan. You guys had a plan. That's why it worked. If the next time you are going to get in the ring, you're going to go through it the right way. Mm-hmm. And, so I'm, and I'm, and I'm not going to say, and you, you better not stop doing what you do. Keep being that guy. 
that goes around saying Mr. 1 and 0. Don't let anybody tell you not to. Travis, your thoughts on uh, what Rian had to say on Power Hour? I don't know. You're going to have to replay it. Um, I mean, I I like when Rion speaks his mind. I also love the fact that you don't know if he's really working or he's shooting. I mean, I think he gets to a point where he kind of blurs the line and everything he does as a work is a shoot. Um, when you look at the business side of it, him, him asking why you and the LIM didn't come to his aid, which you never really answered. You just said, that's fair. Uh, not, the their, not their job. I'll respond to that. It's not their yeah. job to go in there and say it. Yeah. And I, and, and this one thing I learned about you, Pac-Man is, and I, I don't know how this is honest and truthful, but it is, is you do everything you can not to cause waves with the people you do podcasts with, especially when it comes to the power hour. You know, you have no problem throwing me under the fucking bus to them, but when it comes to them, you do everything you can to prevent the fucking bus to be hitting them head on like Final Destination, which is fine. I get it, you know, because because of who they are and their spot in the, in the business, you I know you respect them more than you do me and Nubby, which is fine. You know, I've accepted that. You know, that's who you are. It's whatever. I've seen it through your fucking idol bullshit. Um... So not answering that was kind of a a poor move, but whatever. Um, Steve saying that management told him not to come and help Rian sounds stupid, uh, especially for the fact that they had no problem with him coming to Shelly's aid after being attacked by Roxy the same night. That makes no sense to me. It's like, why would why would management tell him not to go and stop him? Like, I'm assuming when he says management, he's saying Damien Saint. I believe that would be Rocket Pro ownership. Okay, so why would they tell him not to go help Rian? They had said, I guess, like the little chatter that I have seen about the situation is that. If Steve were to assist or like intervene in any way, he would be suspended without pay. Why? Exactly. But was he supposed to sit at the desk and whatever whatever happens to Shelley, let it fucking happen? No. So they got no problem him running to the ring the same fucking night. Not a month later, but the same night. Where he wasn't allowed to leave that commentary table to go help Rion, he was allowed to leave that commentary table and go help Shelly. The same fucking night. And it, it goes back to everything I said about how Steve didn't come to your aid the second time. We get that he came, he, he tried to come the first time and got stopped by, um, Cade. Cade? Cade. Yeah, the guy hit with the stunner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he didn't come the second time. It was a good stunner. Solid stunner. Thank you. Uh, kick sucked. Solid stunner. Yeah. Let's be real. Um, but hey, you got him. You know, when you, when you, when you, when you, you know, you smack somebody in the stomach with a beer, uh, belly full of beer, fucking anything will get him. Um, I get that Steve got stopped by Cade the first time. Steve didn't, Steve didn't attempt to move the fucking second time. 
Luckily, C-Red was one to, you know, hit the ring with a chair and come to the rescue. That's fine. Awesome for him. Um, but Steve didn't come to ring on his aid again, and he wants to blame that on ownership. Well, that's fine. And I, I, I think I missed the part. Is Rion fired from Rocket Pro? I can assume that's the way it was. It, it, uh, <clears throat> I can assume that's what it is because if you think about it, when I was fired, I was told best of luck on your future endeavors. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily the words you're fired. And then you get told you're no longer needed, which is pretty much saying your services are no longer required. Gotcha. So, so let's say, let's say he got fired or whatever it is. Fucking good. Because if you have ownership telling people not to come to your rescue, that's not the business you want to fucking work for. Fine. Whatever. It's, I understand where Rion's coming from on stuff. Um, I think him questioning Steve where he was at, I get that. Slightly questioning C-Red, even though he hasn't been there that long, I can understand that. Him questioning you, I don't get. And I get that he wants to make it a point known that why weren't you there to help me now that you're, you know, semi-main event Pac-Man or whatever that is. Um, I, I could see where he wants to implement that into his questioning. But at the same time, as it's been mentioned, <clears throat> you're not really a trained professional wrestler. You know? So you could hit the ring and try to help out, but you're probably going to end up getting your ass kicked because if you tried to fucking bear hug the bear, you're fucked. I'd probably, uh, give, I probably would give him a beer, and then he'd know exactly what was coming because yeah. I, I have the two moves of doom. Yeah. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. It's not an arm bar. We know that. Yeah. It's not a fucking arm bar. I couldn't tell a wrist, ro- uh, wrist lock from a wrist watch. Yeah, I know. You can barely say the fucking statement. Um, <laughs> I can understand. I can understand Rion's frustrations. We've seen him have these. Uh, he's made these statements. I don't know as compared to the past, but we've seen him a lot more often recently. And I and I love that he does it because he articulates his thoughts perfectly to where like you know you don't have to really question it. You don't have to really wonder what he means, what he doesn't, except in the sense is you don't know how much of it is true or is real in his mind. Um, I, I just say, I, 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 there's not really much I can say to him, but the one thing I don't understand is later on, and I don't believe you played that part, was Steve saying he no longer wants to be known as main event Steve. I think that comes right after. Yes. Yeah. So, Rion spent a good, what was that, 8, 10, 12 minutes or whatever talking about his feelings, his thoughts, right. his emotions. And somehow Steve makes it about him again. Which is what Steve does. Anything somebody brings up about anything, he makes it about himself. Well, hey, you know, Rian, I'm sorry you feel that way. I don't want to be known by main event Steve anymore. I, after this, I don't want to be known by main event Steve. I don't, I don't want to be called main, main event Steve anymore. It's like, it's like, motherfucker, this isn't about you. You, know, you want to make that decision, fine, but why don't you, why don't you let fucking Breon's statements marinate a little bit before you start talking about you again? Like, I'm a selfish fucking person, and I don't make as much shit about me as, uh, as fucking Steve does. Um, but I'm glad, I'm glad Breon said what he wanted to say and you guys peace out, you know? Um, I don't know what he was expecting from us or what he's expecting from the LIM or, 
even the fourth mother box, which the fourth mother box doesn't have a problem with the power hour. It seems like they're fine. Um, but I don't know if you know, it's maybe, a weird situation. Like you do, you do feel horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because of what happened, I get it. I've been there. But the, just some of the decisions he made to get to where he's at, that's kind of on him. But I also get it. Rocket Pro's letting it happen. Yeah, I, I understand what you were saying to him and the fact that all the goofy shit that they had him doing, he agreed to do it. I understand that part of it. And But, yeah, it, it's got to be an ownership issue with him. And it's not it's not Damien Saint. It's ownership. That's what it said, right? Ownership said I couldn't come to your rescue. Ownership is the one that booking him in this shit, you know? I haven't seen Rion done one weird, goofy, silly fucking thing since Damien Saint's come into power. So maybe he should thank him for that at least. Granted, again, I'm not saying that Damien Saint is a pardoned upon a saint. He's made a lot of, you know, aggressive, negative, you know, actions. But Rion hasn't had to play musical chairs or dress up in any way. He didn't have to. He hasn't had to have done any of that since Damien Saint has become general manager of Raga Pro. So maybe that's something. Rion could thank him for at least. Yeah, I guess he could. It, it, I don't. It's just one of those things. Like you wanna, like you wanna side with him, but at the same time, mm-hmm. he did it to himself in, in a certain case. And right. and yeah, Rocket Pro is partially to blame for this because they let this go on for too long. Granted, Saint can't be fired. But if you're it's now, let's assume Shelly's doing this. It's not, let's say it's not a bluff. She's bringing somebody in to co-GM with him. Is it going to help? It is it too late? I think it just depends is, on who they bring in. I mean, I have my theory, Steve. But oh, yeah, it wouldn't it be logical. It's logical. It's hard to logical. He's the agent of chaos for a reason. Yeah, he has and, GM experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been what GM at three different places. Yeah, yeah. And one's not business anymore, and he got fired from there too. But still, is what it is. No, yeah, he did. He did some good. That did some bad. Yeah, he he saved. Oh, yeah. Hell, it can be one time he saved the company. Honestly, it could be a big-ass swerve and fucking C-Red could fucking be John General Manager. Maybe he's not really done after the 19th, and maybe that's why he's been at fucking Rocket Pro the last few months. Maybe he's getting the feel for what the business is like and what he needs to do to change. Sure, maybe Pac-Man needs a new job now that he's retired from the ring. I mean, I'll bring in my minutes and minutes of experiences. Right, yeah. I mean, he understands how the... How the, you know, he, he was backstage, you know, getting his ass kicked and walking through the ropes and curtains and shit. Yeah, he gets it. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, he's seen the ups and downs, literally, when he was laying on the ground with his ass kicked. Too soon. Ah, still funny. It was traumatic. You're an idiot. I'm a better idiot. That's true. Um, 
Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm glad Rion said what he needed to say and everything. Uh, I just wish uh, Pac-Man would have, you know, stepped up and actually answered his question. And uh, C-Red, uh, I think, you know, C-Red was fine with the way he kind of uh, responded to it, and Steve just made it about himself. So, Well, I think the three of us all agreed that we dropped the ball. You yeah, didn't, though. Yeah, you can't, you can't include yourself in that, man. You were forced into the situation. There's yeah. nothing you can do. You had to worry about staying alive. Yeah. It's just not. It's, it's like if you went to a fucking Sox game and something happened to the pitcher and they needed to bring someone in. Instead of going to the bullpen, they pointed to you in the fucking front row and said, hey, get in here and throw some fucking heat. Oh, yeah. That's like slow pitch baseball. Yeah, see? Yeah. Just because you had the one match doesn't mean you know how to fucking, you know, defend off the undeniable. So you can't put yourself in the same situation as C-Red and Steve. I mean, if C-Red is more, is more worried about him having a commentating job at Rocket Pro Wrestling than protecting his friend from the uh, Power Hour, same thing with Steve. I'm not, you know, singling out C-Red, but Steve's more focused on being a commentator at fucking Power Hour or at Rocket Pro Wrestling than protecting his co-host from the Power Hour. That's on Steve. How many times has Steven told to do something? He just did his own shit anyways. Plenty. Yeah. You know? But now somebody says, hey, don't, don't you go. Who the fuck's going to say that? Don't you go help Rion. Let him get beat up by all these bad guys. Come on now. It's, 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 it's a weird idea. But the fact that he helped Shelly the same exact night just proves that, you know, he probably could have helped Rion if he really wanted to. He he had to prioritize his life, and he prioritized his job at Rocket Pro Wrestling over the safety of his buddy. It's just it's just what he did. C-Red did the same thing. But you can't put that on you, Pac-Man, because he said nothing against you, but you wouldn't have helped. You probably would have taken a couple fucking uh, beatings from him for a moment, but yeah, you're not. You're, you, you to throw yourself in you know harm's way would have just been you know it wouldn't have helped either one of you. So uh, we got about five minutes uh, left before we have to cut it off. Is there anything else wrestling related we have to talk about? Uh, no, no. I did win. Uh, I'm officially 2023 pay per view prediction champion. So I won. Thanks to deadlines. So uh, hopefully better luck in 2024. There's a lot of cool things happening in 2024 that I really want to mention, but I'm going to wait until December 30th show to mention them. Uh, I'm really excited for it. Uh, Game-changing stuff. So hopefully you guys are ready for it because I'm excited for it. Um, but we only got a couple more episodes before this season's over. Yep, we got two, yeah. two exactly. Because we got next week, and then we're off the week of Christmas, and then we do the New Year's Eve show, which will feature the debut of my diss track for Fourth Mother Box. Yeah, plus a live stream for Sunday for oh, uh, and Christmas yes, Bash. We do have that as well. Yeah, so uh, we got a few more episodes uh, before we wrap up 2023 and episode, uh, and season six. So, uh, guys, make sure you're following us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, just by searching uh, JFW Podcast or Just Freaking Wrestling. Make sure you go over to YouTube and um, 
Subscribe and notification bell for that because our audio is being released there, but video will be released next season starting over there too. Uh, and then obviously listen to the audio versions of our shows, not only at YouTube, but also on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, just by searching Just Free Wrestling or the GFW Podcast. Uh, Tuesday night power hour. Who's the, who is it again? Paragon. Qui Gon Jin. Um, that's a, that's a Star Wars guy, right? Yeah, you you actually got it. Who's he played by? Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Perfect. So, is it somebody? Is it somebody well known? Uh, yeah, it, you 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 know him because you you said their name last week. Qui Gon Jim. Yeah, you said the name of the guy who played him last week. Liam Neeson. There you go. Oh, is it nice? Look at that. Honestly, I thought Qui-Gon Jim was one of those goofy aliens that were racing in uh, the first episode. No, that's the Bulba. Qui-Gon Jim. Interesting. Okay. Um, Tuesday Night Power Hour. Who's the, uh, who's the guest? Uh, Paragon. Paragon. And, uh, yeah, I forgot. Paragon. Uh, and then, uh, is there, is there a uh, lovely intoxicated podcast coming out this Thursday? Not this. Just- not this week. We you just do, did the we, vlog last Thursday, right? Right. We are recording a um a podcast next week for release on Christmas. We have a lot to uh, discuss. I know the guys really want to get into it about whether or not Damian Saint needs a co-general manager. We're going to react to the state of RPW or the Saint of RPW, regardless of what you want to call it, and we will go over the resolution card and talk about Christmas chaos. Um, we probably will respond as well to Rian's comments on power hours. The guys really do want to talk about that as well. So that'll be coming Christmas day. Uh, we may also have a couple other different presents for you, uh, before the end of the year. So, uh, stay tuned. And, uh, once you get past the, uh, the horrible things that are said about us, Fourth Motor Box is actually a pretty entertaining show. And if you want to check out, they talk a lot about DC and Disney shit. So, um, also, I don't think we said anything negative about Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. I think we just questioned if it was a real place or not. So Tom needs to settle down on where he buys his dresses and the offensive things we may say about it. So, that's all I got. I believe we can. Ring the bell on this episode in the train agrees. Perfect. As always, I am Travis. And I am Nubby, the amazing turtle, Albunga. And I am Pac-Man, PX, the podcast pop-up, Mr. Wanna Know, King Saturday, and the other nicknames I have. Shut up, Santino. Thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.